Welcome, everyone. Hello. Praise God. We are so delighted to have you with us once again today to our Abundant Life Family mm -hmm. Church online service. Amen. Praise God. We believe that God's got something special in store for you today once again. And I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don. And of course, we pastor Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin, Oregon. And uh, if you perchance live in the uh, Portland metro area, uh, why don't you come on out and be a part of what God's Amen. doing here in Tualatin. If you don't already have a good <laughs> local home church, which you're planted in and a part of, full gospel church, preaches the power of God and the word of God and Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. If you don't have a good local church, we welcome you to come and be a part. Amen. Amen. But uh, today, uh, just want to let you know again that we're going to be receiving communion together towards the end of the service, as we have been doing. And what a joyous experience that is to do that together. And uh, also, too, want to let you know that, uh, of course, our services are at 10 a.m. if you do come out. Right. And uh, praise God, God is doing such wonderful things in these last days. Amen. And it's exciting to be a part of what God is doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, God has a plan and a part for you, too. That's and right. uh, as we get into the Word of God, we're learning about that. Uh, I want to make uh, this one other announcement uh, about our website, www.alfc.net. And, of course, you can email us at alfc at alfc.net. Mm -hmm. Or, of course, we have a phone number, too, if you'd like to call, 503-692-9673 if uh, you need prayer. And uh, we'd be glad to do that also. But uh, we also thank you, uh, church family, for those that have not been able to reassemble and come back to church yet. Uh, we thank you for your continued support, mm -hmm. and we pray God's richest and best blessings upon you. Every need met. This yes, is a great amen. time to be blessed of the Lord mm -hmm. in your jobs and your businesses and in everything that you do, prospering you to be the head, not the tail, above only and not beneath. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Amen. So and one thing I want to mention about that, too, is that, yes. you know, when it comes to uh, things that are going on in the world, you know, the Lord is our sustainer. He's our provider. And I'm so glad that we don't have to focus in on what, what's mm -hmm. going on in the world system. Even though we have to pay attention to it, we don't put mm -hmm. our trust in it. We put our trust in God's Amen. economy, and uh, His economy will never fail us. That's He'll right. He'll never forsake us. Mm -hmm. So He's always there to provide for us. Amen. And that's why our trust is in Him. So I just want to encourage you about those things. Praise God. In the midst of everything going on, our trust is in the Lord. That's right. He's our source. That's right. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, as we get into the Word of God today, if you have your Bibles, let's go to them humbly and reverently, as always, because this is God's eternal, everlasting, unchanging Word to us. And so, Father God, as we come to you today, we look to you once again and the Lord Jesus and the Holy Ghost, who's our teacher and our guide, and the one called alongside to help, to help us today as we explore further about the authority that we have in you, Lord that you purchased for us 2,000 years ago. We thank you for utterance, boldness of utterance. We thank you, Father God. You said where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And Lord, we know that your word is the perfect law of liberty. And as the Holy Amen. Ghost opens that up to our understanding, Lord, we can be freer and freer. And we thank you for that today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, again, if you have your Bibles, turn with us briefly to Matthew uh, 28, and we've been looking at this scripture here regarding our authority, 
And after Jesus, of course, arose from the dead, uh, last time we left up off on the excellency of the name that's above every name, the name of Jesus. But before we go further today, we want to read this text again here at the end of chapter 28, Matthew. And let's read this together where Jesus said in verse 18, he said to them, his disciples that were there that day, he said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you all way, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Amen. And of course, from there, we've looked at several different scriptures, but again, Jesus, when he arose from the dead, he said, all power is given unto me. And of course, that power is authority filled power, as we've already explained in previous uh, sessions together. Mm -hmm. But that Amen. power is resident in Jesus because of what he did. Now, all heaven, earth, and under the earth has to bow to that name that's above every name, the name of Jesus. Last week, we looked at the scripture there in Hebrews chapter 1 that talked about how Jesus, by inheritance, was given a more excellent name than all the angels. And now we have been given the authority vested in that name even as Mark chapter 16, another uh, chapter we looked at after Jesus arose from the dead, told his disciples to go out and preach the gospel to every creature. Mm-hmm. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And in my name, this is the signs that are going to follow you. Yes. And uh, so the first thing he said, in my name, you're going to cast out devils, mm-hmm. along with four other things that he mentioned there. And the Bible tells us that uh, the Lord went working with them confirming the word that was preached and believed with signs following. So God wants you to have a signs following ministry uh, for you today. Mm -hmm. And it starts with us, first of all, uh, understanding and knowing about this authority that's in that name that's above every name, and then using it. Because Jesus, another scripture that I'll just touch on briefly, in John chapter 14, uh, he brought out the fact that... uh, the works that I do, you're going to do also in greater works than these because I go to the Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that is what I'm going to do, that the Father would be glorified in the Son. And whatever, so whatsoever you ask in my name, I'm going to do it. Amen. And so the Lord right. stands behind His name. Mm-hmm. And so this time in which we're living in, it's so important to know, brothers and sisters, about the mighty name of Jesus mm-hmm. and how to use it, because that is in your arsenal, the weaponry, that is the sword of the word of God. Mm-hmm. And we use the scriptures to stand against all the works of the devil. That's right. And of course, the devil again, mind you, that he has totally legally been defeated mm-hmm. and he's underneath your feet. Mm-hmm. If you're a child of God, if you've been born again and blood washed, then the devil is underneath your feet. Glory mm-hmm. to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And you know, and... Perhaps you've already heard of these things before, but it's so important this day and age that with everything going on in the world that we go ahead and we cleave to the scriptures. We attend to these mm-hmm. words. You know, we keep them before the frontlets of our eyes. That's and, right. And put ourselves in remembrance, too, that you have been given authority. Mm-hmm. If you are born again, you've been blood-bought, you've been washed in the blood of Jesus, then you have every right and privilege as a child of God to exercise <laughs> yes. your authority in the name of Jesus in the power of the Holy Ghost, 
and in the word of God, on the word of God, and we can exercise our authority. And so we have to constantly put ourselves in remembrance of these things. We're human beings. We're imperfect. Mm-hmm. We, for, we tend to forget these things or that we get distracted mm-hmm. or we get busy in life. And then the devil tries to trample all over us or attack us with different things that come against our mind or situations or bad reports. And really, this is really important as we've been focusing on fear and the authority that you have over the power of fear, over the spirit of fear, because mm-hmm. God has not given you that. That's right. And that did not come from the Lord. That came from the devil. And mm-hmm. so, again, if you've been given authority, you've been given authority over the devil, and if the spirit of fear comes from the devil, then you have authority over the spirit of fear. That's right. And from that spirit of fear comes panic attacks. It can stem worry, stress. Stress is really a form of fear, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can affect our it lives. It opens up the door. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then it just can bridge into other things where a person's not sleeping well at night mm-hmm. because they're worrying about things. But again, you know, as we focus back in on Jesus and what he's done for us, and we can cast all of our cares upon him because he careth mm-hmm. for us. Praise he takes God. care of the care. Amen. And that's why we are stirring you up about these Amen. things and stirring ourselves up as well. Hallelujah. Put ourselves that's, in that, remembrance. That, that's exciting. Yes, it uh, is. To know Victorious. the truth. As Jesus said, we talk about the scripture a lot, but John 8, 32, he said, if you continue in my words, yes, then are you my disciples mm-hmm. and you shall know the truth. You shall know the truth. Yes. So if you continue in the word, then you know the truth. And if you know the truth, you can do something with the truth. Mm-hmm. Because the truth, Jesus went on to say, you shall know the truth and the truth will make you, yes, free. Will make you free. It'll set you mm-hmm. free. It'll change your life. It'll revolutionize your life. Just this last week, we've had mm-hmm. several testimonies about in prayer, praying in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And what miraculous things have happened. That's right. Great testimonies. And that's why we want to hear your testimony as you're using the mighty name of Jesus too. Yes. Because you have just as much authority to use the name of Jesus as a child of God, blood washed in the kingdom of God, in the family of God as anyone else. Mm -hmm. And it's not based again on feelings. Mm -hmm. All right. Praise God. So we've been looking at these things, doing the works of Jesus, right? And as Pastor Don was mentioning about the spirit of fear, you have the authority in Jesus name to resist the spirit of fear. Yes. You have the authority to do it, That's but you right. have to use it. Mm-hmm. You have to use it because if you don't use it, uh, then it's not going to work for you, even though you legally have the authority to use it. Mm-hmm. So praise God. As we look into the word of God today and go further, uh, we want to discover more and more about this wonderful name. Amen. We looked Amen. at uh, uh, Philippians chapter two also where uh, Paul by the Holy Ghost was talking to the church at Philippi and talked about how Jesus humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And because of that, in Philippians 2, verse 19, God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. So it's above every name. Sickness, disease, viruses, lack, Mm -hmm. fear, Hallelujah. That's right. So before you go to bed at night, whatever has a name, something's trying to grip your heart or grip your mind and keep you in a place where you can't sleep or you got trouble. That's right. You use that mighty name that's above every name, the name of Jesus. That's right. Because that's when it's going to work for you. Uh, Other people can pray and believe with you, but in the final analysis, whatever you receive 
and keep is going to be at your discretion. You have the most authority. You have the most authority. We can agree and believe with you, of course, and we love to do that. Mm -hmm. But you have to keep your words right, your confession right, and speaking the right things in agreement, in faith, what the Word of God says about that. All right? Amen. And just on that note, honey, too, you know, it's and you say, well, can I go to my pastor for prayer? You can, but you know, the Bible says here in James 4, 7, it says, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So mm-hmm. when you have, take your authority yeah. in the name of Jesus and you speak the word of God, you say, well, wait a second. So I, first of all, I'm submitted to God and then I resist the devil mm-hmm. and he has to flee from you. That's right. And sometimes he you have to, to continually be resisting the devil mm-hmm. because it depends on if it's a stronghold in That's your right. life or if it's become a place of residence, you know, and you say, well, can a born, can a born again Christian have oppression? Yes, they can. Because mm-hmm. the devil, you know, nobody's off limits from the devil, but we have authority mm-hmm. when we know our rights and privileges in Jesus. Amen. We can exercise them. We can take authority over them. And mm-hmm. sometimes there's a process of resisting the devil. Sometimes it's automatic. Sometimes it's a process. Mm-hmm. And just like healing, sometimes healing for our physical bodies is instant. Sometimes it's a recovery process. You see mm-hmm. it under Jesus' own ministry. Mm-hmm. You saw that with the healing power of God. Yes. But you know what? According to our faith, we receive, we believe. That's and he right. said, according to your faith, be it done unto you. Yep. So That's... exercise the faith you have in the word of God with the name of Jesus, and the devil has to flee from you. That's right. He has to flee. You got to kick him out of your house. That's right. And you got to kick him out of your life, and you won't ever Amen. kick him out of your life by resisting him unless you know this wonderful authority that's been given to you. Hallelujah. And you've got it. You've got it. So Jesus has been given this name that's above every name. And it's important for us to know that even as she was saying here about uh, submitting yourself, therefore, to God, resisting the devil, Mm -hmm. that you have to resist him and be... uh, be absolutely steadfast on that. Amen. Because sometimes right. it doesn't seem like he's leaving. It doesn't seem like he's budging. But praise God, to go. the name that's above every name is you stand stalwartly on the promises of God, on yes. your authority. Yes. He has to flee from he you. Has to flee. He has to leave you yes. in Amen. Jesus' name. That's a guarantee. It's, not, it's a guarantee from the word of God, God Almighty. Yeah. He has to leave you. Glory to God. And that's wonderful news to have. Hallelujah. So God hasn't given us the spirit of fear. Mm -hmm. When you have authority. Now, as she was touching on here, and we want to look at this a little bit bit, uh, more here, hon, I believe. Uh, But because God, 2 Timothy 1.7, has not given us the spirit of fear, we're going to resist the spirit of fear by the wonderful name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, we something that's really important that, that I think uh, bears noticing is back in the book of Revelation, the last uh, epistle, a letter to the church by the Apostle John when he was on the Isle of Patmos and God gave him what's known as the revelation of Jesus Christ. Um, one of the last things that uh, he says in that, uh, in that book, and in, in, it's not the very end of the book, but in Revelation 21, verses 6 through 8, it says there about speaking of the Lord Jesus. He's doing the speaking. He said, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God and he shall be my son. 
He said, but to the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers and the whoremongers and the sorcerers and the idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone. Mm -hmm. And uh, you notice there, uh, he goes on which to say, which is the second death. And you notice in lumped together in all of those things that we know are sins, at the head of the list, he has the fearful and unbelieving. So it's not good to be a believer who's unbelieving. That's right. It's not good to be an, a believer who is fearful. Okay? That's one of the, the, the fearful and unbelieving. Think about that is what he spotlights right there uh, that they were going to be a part of the second death. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty astounding. Mm -hmm. That's really, that's what the Lord it's thinks about as far as being partnered to, being fearful mm -hmm. and being unbelieving. Yes. Of course, we already know that Jesus rebuked his disciples for their unbelief. He embraced them, the Bible says, for their unbelief and hardness of heart mm -hmm. because they believed not them that saw him after he arose from yes, the dead. That's right. So being un an unbeliever is is not a good thing. And of course, if you think about it for a moment, Whoever heard of a believer, believer <laughs> who didn't believe? I was just thinking of that, yeah. Yeah, whoever heard of a believer who didn't believe? In other words, your nature is to believe God. I'm a believer, not Because a you've been born again. Mm -hmm. Because you have the nature of God, the nature, the DNA of Almighty God on the inside of you. And uh, you've been created anew. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old Amen. things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And that's a great confession to make. I'm a believer, not a doubter. I am a Hallelujah. believer. Hallelujah. And you're, you know, I am a believer. Maybe sometimes your personalities tend to be a little bit more, you know, given to where you doubt things. Maybe a little bit more negative. That's a good time to really get in the Word of God and find those promises that you can stand upon and just let them infiltrate and mm -hmm. saturate your, your spirit being. You know, we're supposed to dwell in the Lord dwell in the word of God richly. We're supposed mm -hmm. to let it dwell in us richly mm -hmm. because whatever is in you will come out of you yeah, when pressure is right. applied. Just like a sponge, if it's sitting in paint or water or whatever it's sitting in, mm -hmm. it's going to absorb that. It's going mm -hmm. to absorb whatever it's sitting in, whatever it's dwelling in. And so when a pressure is applied to that little sponge, if you notice, which many of us have, then whatever's going to, whatever's mm -hmm. in there is going to come out of it. And so the same thing with us. We're like a sponge. We can either absorb the negativity, the fear around us, or we can stay with the Word of God and choose not to partake in that, choose not to be a doubter, choose mm -hmm. not to be an unbeliever yes. when it comes to, I'm not going to believe what the world is saying about me, the bad mm -hmm. reports, or we, we can yeah. listen, but we can take it to the, you know, it's good to go to the doctor. I'm not saying don't go to the doctor. Sometimes you have to go to the doctor if you're not getting the victory in the area of your yeah, body. That's right. And you hear what the doctor says, but that's not the final word. The final yeah, word yeah, is going right. to the word of God. That has the final uh, precedent in our life. I say it's my final authority. Some people, it's not their final authority. But you know what? You get the Bible results when you have a Bible faith and you believe on the word of God and you exactly. act on the word of God. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says the doers of the word of God are blessed. It's not just the hearers only, but the doers. Amen. Thank God so for being, that. So being a doer of the word, a hearer and a doer. Mm -hmm. those, it takes two, both of those together to release God's mighty power yes, and does. supernatural blessing into our lives. Right? Just Again, just like if you know you have authority but you don't use it, then it's not going to do you any good. Yes, so right. praise God. Right. Thank God for the truth of God's word. Amen. So you can see that the fearful and unbelieving mm -hmm. is not the place that we want to be in. Amen? Mm -hmm. 
Praise right. God. Amen. And uh, so it's your nature to believe the Lord. Mm-hmm. Now, we looked at a scripture here uh, a little bit uh, several weeks back, but I want to go back to it here uh, for just a few moments. And it's in the uh, uh, book of Deuteronomy chapter 20. Deuteronomy chapter 20. And this was the instructions that God gave to the children of Israel when they went out to battle against their enemies. All right? So we've got authority. Jesus has given to us. The name that's above every name, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he already told us he hadn't given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Mm-hmm. So that goes directly with uh, what we're talking about here with the authority in the name that's above every name. Mm-hmm. But back in Deuteronomy 20, I want to read this and pick up here starting in verse 1 again. So you can turn there in your Bibles. And it says there in verse 1, it says, When thou goest out to battle against thine enemies... And who is our enemy? God's not our enemy, Mm-mm. right? That's right. Uh, the devil is. But again, he is a legally defeated foe. Mm-hmm. But we learned so much here in the Old Testament. And uh, the things in the Old Testament are types and shadows which were fulfilled through the Lord Jesus Christ in the great plan of redemption mm-hmm. in the New Testament. Now we're living in the New Testament uh, with a new covenant established upon better promises. That's Praise right. God. Amen. And so in Deuteronomy chapter 20, he tells of these instructions about going out to war. So when he says, when thou goest out to battle against thine enemies and seest horses mm-hmm. ooh, and chariots, oh, and a people more than thou, mm-hmm. outnumbered, yeah. right? Be not afraid of them. So all of these things, don't let it move you. Amen. Don't be moved by it. That's There's right. lots of things that could make us fearful every single day. Mm-hmm. But we have to make a choice yes. to believe God right. when opposition comes Take our him way. Taking right. Him at His word. And He said, Be not afraid of them. For the Lord thy God is what? Is with, with thee, and which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. Mm-hmm. And it shall be when ye are come nigh into the battle. Mm-hmm. Right? So what's the devil doing? We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Ephesians chapter 6 but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against wicked spirits in the heavenly places, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to, having done all, to stand against them. That's right. So there is kind of like, if you will, a spiritual tug of war. The devil's trying to encroach upon uh, the promised land that God has for us, mm-hmm. and we got to push back against it. That's right. And then we got to go in and invade the territory mm-hmm. of the promised land further and further as we get more light and illumination of the promises of God Amen. so we can walk it out mm-hmm. and go into fully what God has intended for us to walk out. Praise God. That's right. So the children of Israel, he tells them, the Lord thy God is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. Now, isn't that interesting? Because uh, these folks, they knew that. They were there, so many of them. Of course, you know, they had different ones being born all the time as they come out uh, of the land of Egypt. But God brings that up, and that brings a direct reference point there, who brought thee up out of the land of Egypt, to how did God bring them out? God brought them out with a shout. Mm -hmm. God brought them out victoriously. With silver and gold. With silver and gold, none was feeble among their tribes. He brought them out in miraculous, splendid, spectacular, supernatural means. I mean, the Egyptians knew when he caused the chariot wheels to go off uh, of their chariots, uh, God disassembled them (laughs) in mighty fashion. And they had they had no doubt that the Egyptians had no doubt who was fighting on behalf of the children of Israel. And guess what? 
God wants us to know that. It's even more true in the New Testament. Glory to God that, you know, when the Scriptures tell us to stand in the promises of God, guess who's fighting? The Word of God Amen. is raising up a standard against all the works of the devil. Yes. The Praise battle, God. The battle's not ours, it's the Lord's. It's the Lord's. It's also a fixed fight because it's already won. That's right. Amen. We might have to go through the fight, but the battle's the Lord's. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Keep our mind, keep our thought yes. right, life in straight and everything. Okay, Amen. so let's read on. Read on. Verse 2, Deuteronomy 20. And it shall be when you are come nigh into the battle that the priest shall approach and speak unto the people and shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies. So they were going out against the battle. Mm -hmm. See, every day you go out into the world, uh, you're going to have opposing forces against you. Mm -hmm. Every day you go out, you're going right. to have opposition. That's right. That's just part of life. the Christian experience. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the real faith life. Uh, fighting the good fight of faith. Mm -hmm. Uh, as Paul told Timothy in one of the epistles there in the New Testament. So that's just part of it. You're going to be persecuted. Uh, but so what? Uh, Jesus is on our side. Yea, if God be for me, who can be against me? Right. Amen. So even back in, uh, as the children of Israel went out, he told them, I'm on your side. Mm -hmm. I'm on your side. Yes. You don't have to even be, be afraid of it. When you go out, you're not going out alone. Mm -hmm. You're going out with the Lord God Almighty on your side. Amen. So when you come nigh unto the battle, the priest shall approach and speak unto the people and say unto them, Hear, O Israel, as you approach this day unto battle against your enemies, let not your hearts faint. Mm -hmm. Fear not. Let not your hearts faint. Fear not. Do not tremble. Well, you tremble when you're fearing, right? Mm -hmm. When you're fearful. Mm -hmm. But he said, don't do that. So That's guess right. what? If he told them, don't do that, then it was possible for them not to do that. They didn't have to be afraid. Amen. Amen. They didn't have to go out and tremble. Because right. again, knowledge of the truth sets us free. Mm -hmm. Knowledge of the truth empowers us so we can do the word, believe the word, activate it by acting on it in our own personal lives. It's true right. today. Praise God. Look what it goes on to say. Let not your hearts faint, fear not, do not tremble, neither be terrified because of them. Mm -hmm. Don't be terrified of them. Don't be terrified. No matter how big the enemy looks, That's no right. how many chariots, no matter how many horses, That's right. no, man, no matter how many people, mm -hmm. even when it seems like you're way outnumbered, mm -hmm. the deck's stacked against you. That's the time that in Jesus' name you rise up with yes. that note of victory and say, I believe God. Yes, he's mighty to deliver. He's mighty to deliver. He's with me in battle. Yes. And he's already told Amen. me the final and end result. Praise God. Amen. Well, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. all. Not a few, <laughs> not a, not just a some, not just right. some of them, but all of them. So <laughs> don't you know that that God. man or woman or youth is trusting in the Lord? Mm -hmm. Okay, so many are the afflictions of the righteous. Why, why are we being afflicted? Because the Bible says that those that live godly will suffer persecution. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's kind of a normal thing to have happen. So when we're suffering persecution, we just we shouldn't say, oh, what's happening here? Or what trial am I going through? Or what test am I enduring? Well, you know what? We live it's in a normal. fallen world. It's, it's normal for the mm -hmm. believer to 
you're, you know, you're no longer in the kingdom of darkness. You're in the kingdom of God's dear son, Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's translated us out of the kingdom of darkness. Amen. So now you've got opposition because you're no longer going with the main crowd you're, of, of the way the devil's going. Now you're going this way. And mm-hmm. so you're going to have resistance. You're going to have opposition. But remember what Jesus said. He says, be of good cheer for I've overcome the world. And so mm-hmm. if he's overcome the world, he's given us the tools and the, and the spiritual weaponry for us to overcome the world. And Amen. that's part of the job is the fivefold ministry is equipping the saints and reminding us, what do we have based on the word of God? Yes. What do we have? We have the name of Jesus. We have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We've got the Holy Ghost who lives on the inside of us yeah. when you get born again. And then when yes. you get filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, you can speak in tongues. That's mm-hmm. part of the gifting that God has given to us, the yes. free gifts yes. that he has given to us so that Amen. we can live a victorious life. Amen. Empowered life. Empowered. Empowered life. Empowered with the Holy Ghost. Empowered with authority. Yes. Glory to God. And so they went out. They went out. And look what it says. Neither be ye terrified because of them. Verse 4. For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. Amen. Now, that's, great that's Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. we are living in the New Testament under a covenant that was established upon better promises because Jesus Christ came and delivered us from so great a death yes, by the power of His life that He gave so lovingly mm-hmm. for all of humanity once and for all. Mm-hmm. And He went to the cross. He died. He arose again that third day. And now all devils in hell, devils that would try to thwart the plan of God, they have to bow to that name. They do. They have to bow. Yes. And that's your authority that you use. So even back here then, you see the Lord your God, He goes out with you to fight for you mm-hmm. against your enemies. Now to save you, to save you. Think about that. To save you. Glory to God. Amen. Thank God for that promise. And it's even more so true in the New Testament. But let's read on a bit further. Now get this, because we learn more about the spirit of fear. We learn more about how that it will try to manipulate us. Now let's read on verse 5, Deuteronomy 20. And it says, And the officers shall speak unto the people, saying, What man is there that hath built a new house and hath not dedicated it? Let him go and return to his house, lest he die in the battle and another man dedicate it. Verse 6. And what man is he that hath planted a vineyard and hath not yet eaten of it? Let him also go and return unto his house. Let us die in the battle and another man eat of it. Mm-hmm. And what man, verse 7, is there that hath betrothed the wife? In other words, he was engaged. And hath not taken her. Let him go and return unto his house, lest he die in the battle and another man take her. So here we have listed here three different things. Somebody who built a new house, but hadn't dedicated it yet. Someone who had planted a vineyard, but had not eaten of the fruit thereof. And then thirdly, a man betrothed or engaged to a lady. And uh, uh, he shouldn't go out into battle but uh, uh, before he's married to her. So let these all go home. But that's not the end of the story. Guess right. what comes in verse 8. Now get this, this is really important. Mm-hmm. In verse 8, and the officers shall speak further unto the people, and they shall say, now this is, remember, this is God speaking to them, what man is there that is fearful and faint-hearted? What man is there that is fearful and faint-hearted 
Let him go and return unto his house, lest his brethren's hearts faint as well as his heart. Hmm. Wow. What an incredible revelation. God says, ending this up, this whole teaching here about going out to battle, that if there's a man among you that's fearful and faint-hearted, let him go let him go home. Let him go home. Why? Because God is all wise. He told him, let him go home, lest his brethren's heart faint as well as his heart. So in other words, there was going to be a process of infecting the group that was together there with the spirit of fear. That's right. Case in point. So I'm looking in my refrigerator and I see these wonderful lemons and I'm smelling something and I think, well, something doesn't smell right. And I turn over one of the lemons and it's covered in that yucky green mold Mm. and some white. But you know what? It's starting to infect the other lemons that are perfectly, they're perfect. Mm -hmm. And so I had to remove that one lemon to save the other lemons and um, not trying to get, you know, super spiritualness but you think about it why do you remove a bad strawberry from the rest of the strawberries or tomatoes or tomatoes because what will happen is if they're if they're all together um then what will happen is that mold or whatever it is it's going on with that will will go ahead and carry over to the other fruit or the other produce yes that's why you have to separate it out you have to get rid of it and Mm -hmm. that's that's what you do in the natural Mm -hmm. so i mean for the Lord to say that in the, in the supernatural and the spiritual that w- w- which can take place, that's mm-hmm. really something. So somebody else's fear can affect you if you're conversing with them, if you're in fellowship with somebody. Yeah. And sometimes we have to be careful about that. You have to be careful who you hang out with. That's right. You do. Because if somebody's afraid mm-hmm. and you're trying to fellowship with them and you keep bringing up faith in God, just like God had told them there in the first few verses of Deuteronomy 20, that uh, God's fighting for you. Don't be terrified. Fear not. Don't be afraid. God is out there going to battle and he's doing the battle against the enemies. Well, you could tell somebody that, but they say, yeah, but you got a case of the yeah, buts. Yeah, buts. Yeah, but. Yeah, but don't you know how bad it is? Yeah, but don't you see this? Didn't you hear the latest uh, news reports about that? Yeah, but... So many people are this and so many people are that. And so if you hang around somebody, they become toxic because the spirit of faith to works. You. Yes, the spirit of faith works positively for you as a believer, yes. but the spirit of fear allows open access to the devil to come in and to bring That's what right. he's got, all of his baggage into your life. That's and right. you don't want that. You have to be careful and you have to guard your heart. Yes. And guard your faith. Yes. Along with that, that's part of the guarding process. Mm-hmm. And, uh, because see, when you, when you come across someone that's not teachable and doesn't have just a teachability about them and they don't, they're not open to hearing the truth, then you don't want to cast your pearls before swine. The mm-hmm. Bible says, that's right. it doesn't mean that person is a swine, but what it is spiritually speaking, they don't have an ear to hear what the mm-hmm. Spirit of God is saying. And we have to, again, be lovers of Amen. truth, keep that teachability. Know how long, No matter how long we've been saved, we mm-hmm. don't know it all. We only know in part. Mm-hmm. And, no, and the more I find out from the Word of God, the more I find out, wow, I don't know a whole lot. But what yeah. we do know about, we can act upon, we can That's be right. sure about. That's and right. always, we always want to be learning. Knowledge mm-hmm. and understanding go hand in hand. 
But that's part of the protecting process that God has in place mm-hmm. for us to not only protect our heart, like you're saying, honey, but also to guard and protect our faith too. Amen. So it's it's really important, mm-hmm. just like you shared there, that God saw that this is going to bring a spiritual infection. Yeah, that's right. The spiritual infection of fear to the rest of the group. And once they go out and they're in fear, guess what? God can't work like he wants to. God can't work like he wants. God couldn't work in their lives, and God today can't work in our lives if we are surrounded by the spirit of fear about people bringing fear and unbelieving. You have to guard yourself. You have to guard your life. And, uh, you know, like Pastor Don was saying, you don't have to get argumentative and quarrelsome about it, but you have to guard yourself because uh, it'll take you down. And pretty soon you'll be getting doubting and you open the door to fear and negativity and unbelief. And pretty soon you'll be down in the mouth too. You'll be down in the mouth too about what God uh, can and wants to do. And one thing is too, you know, if you're around people that you're not able to Let's just say you can't uh, be a part, you cannot escape from that situation, or you can't separate yourself from that situation or from that person. It might even be a family member. There's times you just, you know, when to not say anything. Yep. Because, you know, you look at the examples of Jesus, there was times he said not a word. Mm-hmm. And um, that's part of the protecting of our faith, too. You can pray silently, you can take authority over those things. Right. But there's times you don't even have to say a word. Amen. You just pray. That's right. That's right. Sometimes the, the best answer is no answer. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to answer every question. And, and, but but you you're going to find out. out spiritually. Uh, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. You don't have to duke it out spiritually. But you just have to know these things and be strong in them and do your best. And God's grace is there, yeah. of course, to help us. Uh, yes. in different, sometimes we have to work around people. Maybe a work environment mm-hmm. is not the best and it's f- involved with unbelief. Mm-hmm. Well, God can grace you in that yes. and change the people, move them on or get you a better job, whatever the situation may be. But uh, the same thing's true. Always pray for your family. Yes. Uh, even, even though they may not see the light that you see, pray for them, love on them mm-hmm. in the same, in, in the same hand. Because God wants to get in there and try to help them yes, too. All right? But you have to watch out for yourself. Amen? Amen? And in this in this venue, all right? Because God wants us to not be fearful. He doesn't want us to be faint-hearted. He wants us to be strong in faith Amen. in these last days. Amen. You might be out there listening today and you might say, Pastor Monty, you know, you're talking about a relationship with the Lord. You're talking about these things. But God... It seems like he's a million miles away. I don't know him. I went to church. Perhaps you signed your name on the roll, gave money, did good things. But that does not constitute a relationship with the Father God. The only way that we have a relationship with the Heavenly Father, the Father God, is through the Lord Jesus Christ. And to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, we have to accept him and the work that he did 2,000 years ago. We have to accept that. We have to know about it. We have to understand that we're sinners. Most people know that. But we need to acknowledge that. I'm a sinner in need of God's forgiveness. And because we need it, God's grace and mercy to forgive us is right there. But we have to call upon the name of the Lord. We have to come in humility and do it God's way. Not just to accept Jesus so we have fire insurance and we don't die and go to hell because there's a real heaven to gain and a hell to shun. Mm -hmm. But if you're out there today, perhaps you've never asked the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your heart. You've never been born again. 
You've never accepted Him as your personal Savior, believed in His precious blood to forgive you and wash you and cleanse you from all of your sin, create you anew on the inside. Well, today is your day. Amen. Today is your day. You, yes. And He'll He'll receive you, but you have to come to Him by way of the Word of God. All right? Yes. Sometimes people say, well, there's many roads to Rome, so to speak. There's only one way to heaven. And God has given us the prescribed directions mm -hmm. to get to his house. Mm -hmm. So if we don't get there, it's not on God's side. It's on our side. Mm -hmm. So would you pray today? Would you open up your heart and invite the Lord Jesus Christ to come in? That's our prayer for you today. Perhaps you're in a backslidden condition and you need to get some things right with God. You know you've been away. You once knew him, walked with him. But now you've been living for yourself, mm -hmm. just like the prodigal son of old. But, you, but he came to himself. And perhaps today you're coming to yourself, realizing that I need God's forgiveness. I need to ask him to forgive me. The Father God will forgive you. He'll restore that fellowship that you once had with him. Amen. But you have to ask him. So why don't you bow your head in prayer right now. If you're at a place where you can get on your knees, go ahead and do that. But God loves you. He cares about you. That's why Jesus came. Because he loves you and cares about you. Amen. So why don't you bow your head. Get on your knees if you can. And I'm going to lead you in a simple prayer. But I want you to not just say words mm -hmm. because I'm saying words. Mm -hmm. I want you to say them out of your heart mm -hmm. because the Spirit of God has so convicted and touched your heart right now that you know you need His forgiveness mm -hmm. and you need to get things right. Amen. So let's pray. Just say this out of your heart. Say it with your mouth. Mm -hmm. Say this, Father God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I come to you. I come to you, and I acknowledge, and I acknowledge my sin, my sin, and my wayward ways, and my wayward ways. I ask you, Lord, I ask you, Lord, to forgive me, to forgive me, to cleanse me, to cleanse me, to come into me, to come into me, create me anew, create me anew, wash away my past, wash away my past by your precious blood, Lord Jesus, by your precious blood, Lord Jesus. I accept, I accept your plan, your plan of eternal salvation, of eternal salvation. And right now, and right now, I confess with my mouth, I confess with my mouth, the Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. And I believe in my heart. And I believe in my heart. That God has raised him from the dead. That God has raised him from the dead. Your word declares. Your word declares. When I believe in my heart. When I believe in my heart. And confess with my mouth. confess with my mouth. What you said. What you said. I can be saved. I can be saved. So right now. So right now. I invite Jesus in. I invite Jesus in. And I ask him. And I ask him. To create me anew. To create me anew. To be born again. To be born again. And bring me into his family. And to bring me into his family. So right now. So right now. With the hand of faith. With the hand of faith. In believing your word. In believing your word. I say with my mouth. I say with my mouth. That I believe. That I believe. That I receive. That I receive. Salvation. Salvation. In my heart. In my heart. And I want to thank you, Lord. And I want to thank you, Lord. From the bottom of my heart. From the bottom of my heart. For forgiving me. For forgiving me, cleansing me, cleansing me, loving me, loving me, and bringing me into your family, and bringing me into your family. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. And I want to serve you, and I want to serve you, and please you, and please you, and walk with you, and walk with you, for all the days of my life, for all the days of my life, moving forward, moving forward from this day, from this day, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Amen, Amen, Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If you prayed that prayer. We have some materials we want to send to you because we love you. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, God loves you and he wants you to know that. Yes, 
but we have some things we want to send to you. So if you want to get in contact with us, you can call our phone number 503-692-9673 if you prayed that prayer. Or you can contact us through our website, www.alfc.net, and uh, you can let us know that way, all right? But uh, we, we welcome you into the family of God, amen? And this is, again, just the start. This is not the end. This is just the start of the life that God has you to live moving forward. All right? Amen. So praise God. It's important. You find a good local church, get plugged in there, get involved in there, start developing relationship, friendships with people in that local assembly, and uh, be 100% in there, praise yes. God, because it's going to help you to grow in the things of God. Yes. And again, if you live in the Portland metro area, don't have a home church, we invite you to come to Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin, Oregon, and be a part of all the great things that God's doing in our local church. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Well, at this time, we're going to receive communion together. Praise God. This is always so exciting. Mm -hmm. And you as a child of God, if you prayed that prayer, you can pray with the rest of us and partake of this because this belongs to you. The communion table is for believers. It's for children of God. And so, praise God, as we partake of the bread and of the cup right now, I want to direct your attention to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, which the Apostle Paul told the church at Corinth about what he had received from the Lord. He delivered to them on the same night in which the Lord Jesus Christ was betrayed. He took bread, and that's what we do here. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are receiving it together. This is just symbolic of the broken body of the Lord Jesus Christ mm -hmm. for your physical healing. All right? The Bible tells us that with his stripes, we were healed. And so right now, you can reach out with the hand of faith and appropriate God's healing power by saying, as we receive at the mm -hmm. communion table and receive this bread, it's just symbolic. It's not the real body of Jesus. It doesn't turn into that. It's just mm -hmm. symbolic. Whatever bread piece of bread you use, mm -hmm. all right? And we're going to receive it right now. But I want you to say, as you release faith in the promises, the Word of God about this, as we do this, say, in Jesus' name, I receive yes. you, Jesus, you, as Jesus. my healer. Yes, Lord. I receive you right now as my yes. healer. And He'll come into your body and He'll work a creative miracle. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what's going on in your body. Mm -hmm. it, all that matters is Jesus knows what hurts. He knows what problems are going on, but He is the restorer. He is the healer. He is the miracle worker. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is say, Lord, I believe that I receive right now. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So, Father, we thank You as we yes, receive Jesus. this bread. Yes, Lord. Thank You for a mighty move of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. upon every person receiving communion together right now. But from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, yes, Lord. that by Your stripes we were made whole legally. Mm -hmm. And right now, Father, we pray for the Holy Ghost and power to, Father, move on every person Thank right you, now Jesus. in the name Thank of Jesus. Jesus. Yes, uh, we command that which was wrong to leave their bodies. Yes. Tumors, growths yes. to disappear. That's right. Uh, those that are sick to be made Thank well. You, Jesus. And Lord, we thank you and praise you, Jesus, right now. Mm -hmm. There's no distance in the realm of the Spirit. Touch their bodies. We thank yes, you for your Lord. healing miracle, working of power that's received by the hand of faith. And Lord, we all say together, we believe that yes. we receive. Yes. We, believe we believe that we receive. receive right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. If you're sitting out there and God healed you, we want to hear your testimony. 
to the glory of God. We can't heal you. No man or woman can heal you, but Jesus Christ alone can. He heard your prayer. He heard what you just prayed right now and what you spoke over that. And he confirms his word with signs following. But please let us know about that. Praise God. Now, as we receive the cup together, hallelujah, we celebrate the precious blood of Jesus, the Lamb of God, which took away all the sins of the world. And right now, we want to thank Him for His miracle working power of forgiving us of all of our transgressions. And Lord God, we want to do that right now to the glory of Your name. Father, we thank You that You gave us life and life more abundantly. You gave us forgiveness of sins. And right now, Father, we thank You in the name of Jesus that, Lord, today, every person that's joining in with us, Lord, Mm -hmm. You make that ever-present reality of the forgiveness of sins by the precious blood of the Lord Jesus real in their life. And Lord, when we ask for forgiveness, we thank You that we can receive it by faith. Mm -hmm. And we glorify You and praise You right now for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank You, Lord, for Your healing power. Yes. Thank You, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're so good. Yes, you are. Hallelujah. We're so glad that you've been with us Mm -hmm. during this broadcast. We love you. God loves you. And remember, no matter what it looks like, God's given you authority as a child of God. And God has a calling and anointing on your life as a child of God to do great things in these last days. Don't be afraid. God's not giving you the spirit of fear. He's behind you. He's to be the strong one that you call upon in times of trouble. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Mm-hmm. And He cares about you. Yes, he does. And about your family. Mm-hmm. And about where you're at right now. He's got a plan for your life. And as you pursue Him, that plan will be discovered by you and become more and more plain and real. And that's living the wholeness, the fullness, the high life of living for Christ in these last days. Until next time, we say God bless you. We love you. Mm-hmm. And go out in the joy of the Lord and be blessed in the name of Jesus and talk to people about the one that you know that loves you and that wants to help your friends, your brothers, your sisters in the natural, your coworkers also. Tell them the good news. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.